Hey everyone, hope you folks are doing well. This is Meenu here and I wanted to share something with you. I started an XTC Network AMA and Ask Me Anything series in November 2021 with various partners and application teams who have collaborated with or built their projects on the XTC Network. And for those who do not know about XTC, well, XTC is the underlying token of an open source enterprise grade hybrid blockchain protocol company called Zinfin. Now we did around five episodes in the last couple of months, that is November, December, 2021. And uh, I have put together a medley, a brief snapshot of the same a peek into what various leaders are working on by leveraging this powerful network. And I hope you would like it. And what's covered in this medley? Well, we have in this snippets from my conversations with the senior leaders from five different companies with strong stakes in the XTC network. And this is along with the links to the complete episodes. And these are Anish Jain, who is the MD and CEO of Wordspay. Handy Varot, who is the founder of Storex Network. Vinay Krishna, founder and CEO of Ledgerfy IT Solutions. Vishrut Srivastav, the MD of Yoda Plus. Krishna Yogi, CEO and co-founder of eCoin. But before that, a few words first on the objective behind this AMA series. And then a brief introduction about myself and my podcast, Blockchain Hustle. Now, why are we doing this XTC AMA, the Ask Me Anything series? Well, the main objective out here is to showcase the various projects and uh, the partnerships which have been done with the XTC network. And uh, the end objective in all this is to create more of an awareness, scale up the ecosystem, the complete ecosystem with the community. My name is Meenu and I am a technology evangelist. In the blockchain space, I help the founders to evangelize their products, their technology, and I help them to build up their ecosystem. So community development is a part of it. And uh, in the blockchain space itself, I do have a blockchain channel. And uh, so it's available on the podcast part, it's available on the usual channels like your Google Audible, uh, Apple, Podbean. And the video part is also available on the channel that you guys are just viewing it on, on YouTube. It's called Blockchain Hustle. And there is a lot of content that I have put on for the last one and a half years or so. Uh, A lot of educational stuff. And uh, I would strongly recommend you to go take a look. And if you do like it, share it, subscribe to it. And why did these companies select the XTC network? You pick up XTC network. 
see xgc network i found it to be uh, first of all uh, it's it's a serious network it's not about just games i know games are very important uh, it's a serious network about finance yeah. uh, and financial applications it has got a very good uh, infrastructure and network in the sense that it is low cost very efficient it uses a delegated proof of stake and yeah. so it's just um, it gelled with our our philosophy and our our own uh, inclination of the kind of company that we wanted to work with and when we have looked at the jinfin we have found couple of good thing there one is like uh, they were having a it's a fork of uh, ethereum you can say but on the top of that they have worked on a lot and uh, uh, we have found lots of good support from their side the protocol they have improved a lot on that side to uh, make sure that the performance uh, which is normally a concern with the blockchain side uh, the yeah. scalability and all right uh, that way they are improvising and they are supporting on that line recently also uh, they have come up with a new version uh, where they are supporting quite a good Now a peek into the conversations with the companies. The first one is Watspay. Now Watspay is an interoperable blockchain-based payments ecosystem, and these guys are working to enable the digital asset-based transaction processing and the settlement. Watspay has partnered with Zinfin's global network, and one can use XTC on their Watspay platform. Um, thanks, thanks, Meenu, for having me on the series and uh, starting a series with me. It's it's a real honor to be here. Thank you so much. Okay. Use of digital wallets has already kind of started, right? So it made sense for these digital assets to somehow uh, interact with these digital wallets, which has not happened uh, in in a proper fashion or way so far. Um, and that's what we're trying to solve. Um, so we're trying to merge the or create a hybrid solution where the old world meets the new. Um, the consumer's experience pretty much stays uh, consistent. Uh, we're not asking the consumer to learn about Ethereum or blockchain or uh, whatnot. Uh, all we want, the, all the consumer wants to do is make payments. Um, all the merchant wants to do is accept payments, and that's what they yeah. do in the mm. system as well. It's just that we apply various methodologies, um, which which then eliminate the need of uh, manual uh, intervention or validation could be then online or validation could be on the chain, etc, um, mm-hmm. etc. Et and then now with the emergence of CBDC, of course, this, this makes a lot more sense um, mm-hmm. because um, it, it is blockchain based, right? So, uh, but these are of course based on private chains, at least as per what's what's out there in the market right now, or what's, what's projected to be coming out. And we then provide interoperability layers where we, we allow these chains to interact with each other or allow the consumer um, from traveling from Singapore into Dubai or Dubai into Singapore make transactions using uh, uh, foreign exchanges or foreign, uh, uh, foreign exchange-based CBDCs. So those are things that we are testing. Um, we're not talking about competing on cents and dimes. So we're not talking about making the cost of transaction cheaper. I think cost of transaction is already very cheap, in, especially in developed markets, not in underdeveloped market. Um, uh, cross-border transactions, in certain cases, yes, they're cheap, but in several other cases, they're not very cheap. Um, so yes, cost is is a factor, but I think it, the more important is uh, is fraud management. 
yeah. is live validation of transactions, which is possible over blockchain, but not possible in any other scenario. Um, mm-hmm. And also removing intermediaries from the ecosystem, uh, wherein the transaction should not pass through five intermediaries before it reaches, reaches its intended recipient. It should be from uh, the sender to the recipient. And that's what blockchain enables, and that's where, that's where we play mm-hmm. part. Um, so the application in terms of consumer network, uh, yeah. let me give you a few examples. Uh, so uh, what we are doing is we are providing custodial services to a financial institution who otherwise would not have the capability to do so. So this financial institution could be a bank. This financial institution could be uh, somebody who has customers or who has a regulatory approval to hold customers. And currently they could only offer an offering uh, in fiat. But with us, we, we connect into these financial institutions or these uh, these operators through APIs and they're able to provide custodial services on ramp, on ramp, off ramp services um, for digital assets as well. And this is all regulated under the regulation. So the, that's, that's the that's the interesting part. So basically, we could we could go, uh, the technology can go and make uh, enable a bank to become an exchange uh, pretty much. Or provide custodial services or parts of those services as and when or as what the bank opts to do. Uh, so that's one part of it. So that's what we call the issuance side of the business. And then there is the acquiring side of the business wherein we are enabling merchants to start accepting digital assets. So um, again, we're working through network aggregators or merchant aggregators um, who would who would then brand this. Um, um, so let's say if you land on a duty-free uh, sometime soon in the very near future, you would be able to make payments with digital assets and you would know that what, which, which brand is enabling that. So, um, so that, those are the kind of programs that we are doing right now. Um, and also on the remittance side. On the remittance side, basically we are connecting, um, and that's where we are also working with XZC network, we are connecting uh, cross-border transactions uh, through messaging and through something which we call as remittance 3.0. Um, wherein, um, uh, of course, remittance could be made significantly cheaper and faster um, with lots of options uh, for, for the sender and the receiver. So those are the, those are the three line items where um, our clients work with us, which is custodial services or the issuance side, acquiring yeah. side and on the remittance side. Storix is a decentralized and a secure storage network which is built on the XTC blockchain network and it enables the users with uh, spare storage capacity to lease their space and earn some great returns. When you upload a file, it just goes up and it stays there. While in decentralized storage network, it gets fragmented and splits and it goes into multiple locations. So basically, it's a decentralized cloud storage network. Storex uh, empowers users to store their data securely uh, on a cloud. But the difference is, uh, compared to cloud, this this uh, in, in Storex, when you upload a file, it, it gets encrypted into multiple fragments to autonomous storage. And uh, it, it goes into no particular uh, operator. It, it just goes worldwide and it is that, so there is no control for a one person. Okay, so which yeah. would basically imply that uh, no one storage provider or operator or yes, yes. Uh, would have access to the data. Yes, 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 yes. So storage is uh, it's like uh, 
no individual operator uh, mm. the, the all the file goes to different nodes and nobody knows this mm. 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 that is the way we created this so private and so secure in future mm. you will see how world is going to use this kind of network and it is more uh, compared to the legacy cloud it is a uh, it it is faster also it allows users to spare their uh, extra space and on uh, hosting rewards or uh, great returns mm-hmm. we which we call it node okay yeah yeah okay. compared to centralized cloud it's uh, it also saves cost in a, in a long term be driven by technology there is no yeah. human or manual intervention mm-hmm. so from the day one this mm-hmm. is the it, it was always like this so they ecosystem thrives on a storex node providers and that is the reason from the beginning we kept a very low staking amount hmm. that was from the day first and that is the reason hmm. we got so many nodes in such a less time like a, you can say july we got listed and uh, we had so many nodes in just 3 uh, to 4 months but what happened is that uh, uh, after a particular time uh, some of the nodes were not so healthy now it is very important to keep a healthy reputation when you have a node and mm. it is always online and uh, we had always been informing the storage node operators uh, to keep healthy reputation mm. uh, so that uh, you know they can stay aware even from the beginning we were telling them but now what happened was that storage node operator keep a healthy reputation is not so easy maybe For, because it, it it doesn't work like that you have to do something every day you have to check i mean not every day but from time to time like two three days four days you have to uh, see that whether the node is true or false it means it's uh, healthy or it's not healthy then was ledger mail from ledger fi it solutions now ledger fi it solutions is building an overarching umbrella around a seamless exchange of digital assets built over the xtc network its flagship product is ledger mail and it is a decentralized and a secure email solution launched this year our b2b version of like a enterprise version of ledger mail and in august month uh, 4th of august we launched the b2c which is completely on dinfin network and uh, yeah and in 4 5 months we have got almost like a 700000 users now which is a great enterprise version we have started creating some permission based blockchain right and for public blockchain we were always having some kind of like uh, we were trying to evaluate which one will go for that and so i would like to add one more word here so decentralized okay. secured email system okay okay right. now i will come back to that your question right so mm-hmm. when we are looking at and we are comparing with the centralized system right and the word itself gives you lots of hint on that line like if we are mm-hmm. saying it's a centralized that means somebody is actually managing that yeah right and mm-hmm. when they are managing it's not just the server it's the data as well mm-hmm. right have mm-hmm. you seen lots of time when you search for something in the net and when you are coming to your gmail you are also seeing that Uh, some advertisements are yeah, coming yeah, on that side. Yeah, yeah. The promotions are coming, right? Yeah. That means somebody is actually uh, uh, capturing your behavior, also your your pattern as well, right? Yeah. There is no way we can say uh, uh, that 
those contents which we are having there it cannot be read by uh, those centralized authorities it can be i'm not saying a human will be doing that it could be a machine mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and uh, not exactly they are going line by line but maybe with some keywords mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. does not matter right somebody can be right that is one part another thing is if somebody can uh, or somehow that servers are getting compromised Yoda Plus is a highly specialized tech solutions company which is working at the intersection of technology, finance and blockchain. It has built a multi-sig a multi-signature wallet and has also developed a smart contract tokenization platform for XDC. This was for trading the trade finance assets as tokens on the XDC network. So we have built a multi-sig wall which holds XTC as well as holds uh, XRC20 tokens uh, mm-hmm. such as Nota and uh, uh, Store SRX uh, mm-hmm. stable coins like USDG, US uh, SGDG, uh, and, and several others. Mm-hmm. It's been a journey uh, for the last five years. Mm-hmm. This, it helps prevent this kind of error okay. from happening. It, it gives you very good safeguards uh, and ways to kind of take care of something that will prevent this to happen. The second thing is uh, you must have heard of some, you know, a case where a person lost $350 million because he lost his private key. Oh yeah, there are several uh, stories on that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So there was this early holder of Bitcoin. He had it in a hard drive and the hard drive went into trash and, and it disappeared. And yeah. so there is $350 million. Yeah. So again, you know, we at Yodasig Multisig Vault help you in such situations where you you have multiple owners of a wallet hmm. and uh, for any transaction to happen out where uh, money leaves the wallet it requires hmm. the approval of two or more owners okay so for example there can be three owners four owners of a wallet and you can configure it that you know two or three of those owners can approve the transaction only then it will leave the wallet so that's hmm. it that's a simple concept okay. Yodapas had developed a smart contract tokenization platform for uh, XTC, something on uh, the trade finance assets. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, and this was, if I understand correctly, was a part of TradeTech's partnership uh, with Zinfin in offering the trade finance products as uh, to the institutional investors as uh, tokens. Correct. Right. It was NFTs, right? It is modeled as an NFT. Uh, yeah. It was for this uh, for this purpose of trade yeah. finance tokens. So, can you just share a little bit on that? So, uh, apart from the multi-sig wallet, we can see another if your expertise here. Yeah. 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 Sure. So, uh, basically, uh, today, if you have uh, say crypto holdings, right, or if you have tokens, and you have them sitting and parked in a wallet, right, whether mm-hmm. uh, it be a multi-sig wallet or it can be a plain vanilla wallet. Now, if you had similar money in a bank, it would earn interest, right? Now, you have these crypto holdings and you want to also earn interest, right? You have some holdings that's lying idle. They can be put into work to earn some kind of yield. Yeah. One of the ways that people typically did that was by, st- by staking, you know, in a proof of stake network, you yeah. put, your, uh, put your crypto holdings as, as staking uh, and you get the staking rewards. Yeah. This is another way of generating yield. Uh, where mm-hmm. you have trade finance instruments that are going to give some kind of interest 
because you know there is account receivables and or there is a bill of lading you know there's some goods in some container that's locked as capital and it's, it's trans and is being transported from one place to the other right mm-hmm. um, so that yield we uh, we tokenize it uh, mm-hmm. and we pass it on to uh, the institutional investors so institutional investors can have fractional ownership in these uh, you know in these uh, trade finance uh, assets uh, or you know which can be built, uh, discounted bills or it can be uh, you know bill of lading or any of the other forms of it ecoin has the mission to bring crypto to the masses by stable coin based banking and it has built its project on the xtc network so ecoin our goal has been the logo itself right our vision is crypto for everyone right so we want to take crypto to the masses and you know bring absolutely so actually what we have done the innovation the key innovation that we have done is essentially uh we tried one of this hardest problems in uh, internet which is basically how do you uh, identify someone as a unique individual uh, right without actually yeah. doing yeah. kyc right yeah. in in, mm-hmm. in computer language it's called sibil attack mm-hmm. or sibil proof right mm-hmm. so basically how do you do that like in a mm-hmm. traditional world you have the governments which issue id cards and then you know yeah. if you mm-hmm. if you cheat that that's a felony and you go to jail right mm-hmm. but then in the internet world there's no such thing so how do you go about doing that and that's mm-hmm. when we have spent probably 2 years mastering that and mm-hmm. then in the you know and then the last one and a half years of a journey we have mm-hmm. sort of perfected that uh, how to go about doing that um, mm-hmm. you know we have has a tremendous journey we did see some you know pitfalls but then we understood how the industry evolves and now we have uh, arguably one of the lowest uh, cost of onboarding in entire crypto industry right so if you look at any uh, we have this incredible technology with which we can really push zinfin community to the next level right like we can bring millions and millions of people to the community Which is simply not possible in any other blockchain. So it's a synergistic relationship. Yeah, yeah. Stablecoin issuers on Zinfin, right? Okay. So we have been uh, in talks with these stablecoin issuers, and then we are telling them, guys, we have this user base, right? You don't have to worry about that. Just build the tech, right, and come to us, and then let's have a partnership. Let's roll this out. because obviously people are quite excited about the stable coins right so we are we are in talks with them similarly there's a dapp that is looking to tap into bunch of users let's say you build this fancy gaming dapp and you are very good at that right but you're not so good at or you don't have the time to do all this marketing you can just talk to us and then we let you access we give you access to you know our user base right that's how it's yeah. Right. yeah yeah i i guess that's what the bigger platform is all about uh we just stack on each other dapps uh, synergies to grow the whole community as a whole so everybody it's a kind of a win win situation and i guess one of the things in that is uh, uh, the things that we need to just kind of look out for as what you also indicated earlier is to look out for some bad actors uh so that and if that can be filtered out um and the assets are safe and secure you have this all uh, access to this community resources people are sharing on it it's a very win win synergy uh, with synergy platform <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean i see we have built the security extremely strongly right so on the yeah. safex wallet so we mm-hmm. are using 
almost nearly hardware wallet like security i wouldn't say it's hardware wallet like but it's mm-hmm. nearly there so the okay. recovery process is super secure the mm-hmm. we store the keys on the secure chip on the android phone so essentially mm-hmm. it gets to a very high level of security mm-hmm. uh, but obviously you know that's the next big thing is basically bringing a lot of people into the stable coin ecosystem on safex wallet and the coin exchange so mm-hmm. i want you to purchase your first stable coin on coin exchange and hold it on safex wallet and uh, shop at a merchant who is affiliated with us this is what mm-hmm. we want thanks for tuning in and i hope you have found this xdc network ama medley interesting Do check out the complete episodes. I've shared their individual links. And for all those partners and the DApp teams who have collaborated with and have a stake in the XTC network, if you folks want to showcase your portfolio in this XTC network AMA series, send me a message on Twitter. My handle is Minu Sarveen. My other contact details are also listed here. And for the community, thanks a lot for your all your support. I deeply appreciate it and if you would like me to showcase a specific company on this forum, please do let me know. Best wishes for the new year and stay safe. Cheers.